It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Thursday, December 30th. And Brad, as we approach the new year, 2023, the weather seems to be very un-December, un-January-like. It's very passive around here. All right. First off, is it December 29th or is it December 30th? Oh, my goodness. Did I screw up the date? It's December 29th. Of course it is. It's the 29th. All right. All right. But we, we know what we're going to do. We're not going to even retake. We're going to say <laughs> December 29th. This is how this is how we roll. <laughs> yes, you know, I, um, you know, you doing live radio all those years, me doing live TV. You know, you make a mistake, you just correct it and move on. That's right. <laughs> or, uh, you know, whatever. But um, I hope uh, I hope all of our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. Uh, had a very, very nice holiday, Dan. Yes. You and I were talking off uh, air a little bit, and I know you and Susan had a wonderful holiday. We had a wonderful holiday with our Connecticut family. We are heading out um, Saturday morning to spend New Year's with our Massachusetts family. All right. And then next weekend, we're spending time with our Florida family. Terrific. So, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Oh, that's great. That is great. You know, and no we, haven't, we haven't even we haven't even talked about the Patriots who believe it or not are still alive if they win their next two games, they're in the postseason. Yes, Dan, I just sent you something interesting. If the Patriots lose on Sunday against Miami, they're out. But if they win on Sunday against Miami, they can lose to Buffalo wow. and still make the playoffs. I sent you, you know, if you want to glance down on your phone at your phone here, yeah. it's something to do with the uh, the wow. Jets have to lose this week to whoever they're playing. Okay, which is very and possible. Then, and then next week, the Jets have to win against Miami right. if we lose to Buffalo. Okay, so if we lose to Buffalo. If the Jets can beat Miami, we still get the seventh seed. Okay, wow. But like you say, Dan, if if um, if we win out, we're in. Right. And 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 that's one good thing. You control your own destiny. Yes. You you win out, you're in. But we can lose and hmm. get some help, and it's not really ridiculous amount of help. It's just the Jets have to beat Miami, and then we're in. Okay. Well, that's terrific. You know, it's it's interesting, Brad, because as we look to the weather, and obviously we are on December 29th, not that far away from the new year, and it seems as if the holiday weekend, the new year weekend, the New Year's Eve celebrations, it's going to be on the mild side here in Connecticut and in the region. How do you see it? Yeah, it's going to seem more like a, a stormy Memorial Day weekend or something. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's actually going to be very mild, Dan. I see temperature readings getting up into the 50s. Um, but, you know, this is the January thaw coming early. In my mind, there's no question about it. What I see happening starting today somewhat with temperatures moving up into the 40s today on Thursday, December 29th. But as we head through the holiday weekend, Dan, 
we are going to be frequenting the 50 degree mark and even into the middle part of next week. But once we get to the end of next week, so say about a week hence, we have major changes that will be taking place and uh, the, 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 the snow lovers will be interested in what I have to say a little bit later about that, Dan. But the, the, uh, the news is that we've got about a week of a lull coming on the heels of the storm that caused all sorts of uh, major travel headaches during the Christmas holiday. Uh, Southwest Airlines is still all messed up, uh, apparently, canceling thousands of flights every day. Uh, but, but I'll tell you what, Dan, we've got a little bit of some weather tranquility over the next five to seven days. So hopefully, uh, you know, all the hubs can get back to the, to where they should be and so forth. Hopefully all the folks around Buffalo can get, get shoveled out because the next problem for the folks in Buffalo, Dan, is you've got all that snow up on your roof. Now you are going to get the mild temperatures like we are here in New England. The temperatures will move up into the fifties but there is a tremendous amount of snow to melt and then it's going to rain into that snow. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would not be surprised if we start to hear about roof collapses uh, out around Buffalo because the snow acts like a sponge. That's what happened to the Hartford uh, civic center. That's right. um, the, the um, there was a big snowstorm that put about a foot, foot and a half of snow. And then there was a big rainstorm into the snow the snow absorbed all that weight and and that's what caused the roof to collapse and then um about a week later we had the blizzard of 78 but it wasn't the blizzard of 78 that collapsed the roof it was a snowstorm followed by a rainstorm prior to the blizzard of 78 you know, we always like to talk about the why of weather on this podcast, and everything has been all over the map, so to speak. Here we had this polar vortex plunged all the way down to Mexico, and it seemed to really affect the midsection of the, the country rather than our region, although it did get below normal temperature-wise and we did get wind. But now, instead of this persisting, we see this mild trend from an atmospheric standpoint. What does it play here leading to all these weather variables? Dan, the, uh, the, the major storm sort of sapped the atmosphere of the available potential energy. So it's sort of like the atmosphere is exhaling here and taking a little bit of a break. But there is um, something afoot. And uh, I will just sort of encourage the uh, folks at home to Google it because it's, it's complicated, but it's called sudden stratospheric warming. Have you ever heard of that, Dan? I, never, I know. I have not. No. It happens up near the North Pole. And, uh, you know, it happens in the polar regions because as the sun's angle uh, gets lower in the sky, and I guess they're in perpetual darkness now uh, up in the um, up in the polar regions. The temperature just keeps getting colder and colder and colder and colder. But here in the mid-latitudes, uh, sometimes um, we still have 
daytime, we still have the sun out. The sun's able to heat the ground and there's, um, you know, the temperature contrast between where it's perpetual darkness and the, the more temperate uh, mid zones of the, uh, of the hemisphere. But this sudden stratospheric warming, now the stratosphere, most of our weather occurs here in the troposphere, which is down near the ground up to about five or six miles up. Then the stratosphere goes from six miles up to about 30, 31 miles up through the atmosphere. And what usually happens there is there is a reversal in temperature. So when you're going uh, up through the troposphere, the, the unless there's a temperature inversion, the air cools with height. So that, you know, if you're in an airplane and you're flying at 35,000 feet, and it's a summer day, and say there's instrumentation on the plane that you can see what the outdoor temperature is. Sometimes it's below zero, even in August or something, if you're flying up around you know 35,000 right. feet. So there's the temperature descending as you go up through the troposphere. But then as you go into the stratosphere, it starts to go the other way. You get uh, warming through the stratosphere. Now, if if... The, and it's it's hard to explain. It's something called Rossby wave Rossby waves, Dan. That uh, it it's kind of a atmosphere. The atmosphere acting as a fluid. Um, the atmosphere acting as like sort of uh, a wave would come into a beach. Um, these waves can impact the circulation in the atmosphere. And as I said, it's complicated, but they're called Rossby, R-O-S-S-B-Y, waves. And if you Google this sudden stratospheric warming, we are supposed to have an episode uh, uh, prior to and up to January 12th. Now, if this episode is anywhere near what it's progged to be, typically some two to four weeks later, we feel the impacts here in the United States in terms of weather, where polar vortexes can break off and come down and uh, sort of all heck breaks loose. So if this sudden stratospheric warming event is anywhere near like it's proud to be, Dan, we are in for some stormy and cold weather late January and February. So I still think we can get a six week period here from say mid January all through February and maybe into the first few days of, of March of intense and sort of unrelenting cold and snow. So my advice to the people that are bummed a, that we didn't have a white Christmas, and B, here we are on Christmas vacation week and going into the new year and we're talking about temperature moving up to near 50 degrees and everything. I understand, snow lovers, I understand. But if you have faith at all that, that this is going to play out, it could be, it could be a very memorable uh, late January, February, and into the first few days of March. Now, I'll tell the folks who 
who love warm weather that after this unrelenting six or seven weeks of weather happens, and this is all on paper now, you know, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, Mm. but after that, March, later March is prodded to be mild and nice. So, uh, you know, we could have a really tough go of it. And then all of a sudden, spring. So um, you will, we'll see how it all plays out. But um, that is the theory right now. My working theory would be that we are going to have a memorable February 2023. We will return to the Bradfield Weather Podcast in just a moment. But I want to talk a bit about our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, McAllen Construction, a full-service construction company located centrally in the state of Connecticut, servicing the entire state for more than a quarter of a century. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small-minority business on call 24-7, 365 days a year. McAllen Construction is licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured, licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer, utility carpentry excavation. And did I say snow removal? And if you heard Brad talking about snow, let's not give up on winter just yet. We're just getting started, and there will be snow. Snow removal, by the way, for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. Call McAllen Construction today at 203 758 3474. 203 758-3474 or go online mccallanconstructionct.com mccallanconstructionct.com McCallan Construction from the first dig to the last nail. Brad and I are honored that McCallan Construction helps to underwrite the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Brad, all that you have been saying serves as the perfect prelude to what we were talking about before we began the podcast, and that is how not the upcoming weekend, but the weekend after could be very interesting in the way of winter weather in our region. Look into your crystal ball. What do you see? I, uh, you know, this never used to fail, Dan, when I was on television. For 37 years, I was on television, and I was afraid to go anywhere in the wintertime because anytime I planned anything, a storm would threaten or, or worse yet, hit. So I never planned anything. Late in my mom's life, um, she wanted to have a family reunion at King Pine uh, Ski Area in New Hampshire. And it was in February. And uh, I can't go in February because it's what we call the, the rating book. But it was a Saturday and Sunday that I was going to go up to the ski area. Well, I get there and I knew this was coming. But my my dad said, you know, We're not going to, mom and I are getting older. We're not going to have many more opportunities for the family to get together. I mean, I was laden down with guilt. (laughs) I went, I went in 
and you could have punched me in the stomach because I was I wandered through a bar up in the King Pine ski area, and I knew it was going to snow in Connecticut. But they just said, and Hartford, Connecticut has broken its all-time 24-hour oh. snow. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now, now getting back to this, my cousin, Liz, uh, lives in Fort Lauderdale, and she is turning 65, and we're having a, a birthday party for her next weekend. And now I just told my wife this figures it you know doesn't snow all winter but it's going to snow the day we try to, right. we try to leave um the european has uh six inches of snow uh or more beginning next thursday and going into next friday which would be uh january 5th and january 6th the gfs lets us go gets us in the air and, and on the way but then brings in a snowstorm over the weekend. So what would that be? That would be the um, the well, that be the no the, the seventh the, and eighth. seventh and eighth, right? Seventh and eighth. They bring in one to two mm. feet for most of Connecticut. So it you know it figures I'm going to be gone three <laughs> days: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it appears that there will be travel problems. It appears that uh, it's going to mess up our podcast because if I were up here, we would absolutely do a storm-specific podcast, but we'll, we'll figure it out as right. we go, Dan. That's what you do, I guess, in life. You just sort of figure it out as you go. But, uh, you know, there it is. Uh, th there's the first opportunity for decent snow sometime in the next next Thursday Friday, Saturday time frame in there. Um, European skewing sooner, GFS bigger and skewing later. And that's what it's going to take to, uh, to, to stop all this warmth that's intruding into the country, Dan. We sort of touched on it a little bit last week. We need a southern stream storm to take over. We talk about the Northern stream and the Southern stream phasing. The Northern stream has been dominant. So storms have been cutting inside of us. The, the great lakes cutters, we call them or, or whatever inside runners they're known as, but to get a coastal storm, you want the Southern branch to take over. So you want the storms to come up the coast. Uh, then if we get that Greenland blocking, to slow the storm down, that's when we can get our big, big snowstorms here in Connecticut. And there looks like there there might be, the GFS might be hinting at that uh, come next weekend. Okay. Well, that's uh, the perfect segue to our On the Weather Map segment. What does it look like on the weather map? Okay. Tranquil for now, uh, this Thursday afternoon, December 29th, We've got a high-pressure system sitting over North and South Carolina. And remember, we're uh, clockwise around high pressure. So we've got a nice southwest flow developing into the region here today. Not too much in the way of wind, but a southwest flow. So it'll be warming. Uh, we've had several cold days in a row, but temperatures will be moving up into the 40s uh, this afternoon, Dan. And this is sort of that little... Uh, 
premature January thaw that I'm talking about. Friday, we will have a cold front approaching. It will be in the eastern Great Lakes. But all that is going to do is enhance that southwest flow. So tomorrow should be even milder than the weather during today. By Saturday, which is New Year's Eve day, the front will be sort of over New England and we'll have a low pressure area coming out of Kentucky kind of riding along the front like a train coming down the tracks. That is going to produce rain uh, later in the day on New Year's Eve day, so late in the afternoon of Saturday, December 31st. I think your New Year's Eve is going to be a wet one uh, with rain coming down, mild with temperatures in the 40s, and then that rain should end around daybreak on Sunday, New Year's Day. We will see the low departing up through Vermont, moving on up into Canada. Uh, we will see clearing sky here in Connecticut, but still mild. Um, high pressure over Pennsylvania on Monday, still mild. Tuesday, we've got low pressure in Iowa, a warm front extending through the eastern Great Lakes into western New England. So I think more rain is coming in the Tuesday, Wednesday time frame. But by Wednesday, now this is the middle of next week, so what, about five or six days hence, we will have a cold front strung out from Vermont to New York to Pennsylvania, moving toward and through. Now this cold front, Dan, has some punch. It's cold behind it. It's like not, not uh, the polar vortex, right. but uh, I mean, winter type cold is coming in behind it. That sets the stage for the next storm, which next Wednesday will be sort of on the Kentucky, uh, Tennessee border. And that is going to start moving toward us. Now, Wednesday during the day, it looks like it'll be about 50. But then Wednesday night with that cold front coming through, I think the temperature will drop to about 30. So we'll have that situation setting up, the colder air filtering in, the storm coming up from Kentucky and Tennessee, and then you've got the different scenarios. The European bringing us snow Thursday into Friday with up to six inches in northern Connecticut, according to the, uh, the model printouts this morning that I looked at, or scenario number two, the GFS, a slower but bigger system impacting us uh, sat Friday and Saturday or Saturday, mostly Saturday, maybe into Sunday a little bit. But that thing would bring one to two feet of snow for most of Connecticut. So obviously, as we go into next week, Dan, it will be kind of uh, an exciting thing to monitor. Yeah, we'll certainly fine tune it uh, in our next podcast, which will be in the middle of next week. Well, here we are on December the 29th. So as we put a wrap on our podcast, what does the forecast look like? Okay. This afternoon, Dan, it's sunny. Temperatures are in the 40s. Uh, tonight, it's clear and it's frosty. It could be a good frost when you get up tomorrow morning because temperatures are going to be borderline freezing, 28 to 34, something like that. So... Uh, a little bit of frost out there tonight. Tomorrow, Friday, 
December 30th is mostly sunny, 46 to 52. How do you like that? Wow. Saturday, New Year's Eve day, late day rain, temperature even milder, 48 to 54. New Year's Eve, rain, temperatures in the 40s. Sunday, New Year's Day, where hopefully the Patriots beat Miami. Rain ending early, then partial clearing, 48 to 54 on Sunday, New Year's Day. Monday, sunny in the 40s. Tuesday, a chance of rain, 48 to 54. Wednesday, rain, 48 to 54, turning much colder Wednesday night. And that will set the stage for whatever's coming late next week and weekend. Okay. When we always invite people to visit uh, bradfieldweather.com for the latest. We update the forecast every day. That's also how you can access the podcast. One of the ways, incidentally, we are in all of the major podcast directories, whether it be Apple, Spotify, you pick your podcast directory, how you listen to your podcasts. We are in them. Amazon, you can ask the lady in the tube. It'll play the podcast. So there are several ways to access the podcast, and we are also on YouTube. But all of that, if you want all of that information, go to bradfieldweather.com. Brad, anything else you'd like to add? Well, now that we're on YouTube, Dan, <laughs> I probably should shave no. for each each web. <laughs> those days um, are gone <laughs> th- those days are gone and i'll tell you what else is gone the the days uh, i wore makeup mm. for 37 years and i hated it hated it and um for the last five years not one stitch of makeup has touched my face you know people- <laughs> that is my biggest happiness about leaving tv <laughs> you know people people ask did you have to put on your own makeup or did you have somebody there who who did all of that when we did um commercials that would go on for a long time and they keep playing the, the spot over and over they had hair and makeup people come in and 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 do do that but um normally and it's funny and i i'm i'm not speak i won't i won't name names but some of the gals would be in the makeup room for like an hour and a half before the newscast. And I mean, just working on their hair, working on their makeup for like an hour and a half. I would come in at like, say the newscast was at six. I would come in at two minutes of six <laughs> and I'd be back in the studio at six. Just a little make, pancake makeup, a little powder, uh, fix my hair and adjust the tie and there I go. But uh, th- th- so I did, I decidedly did my own. Well, the, and it, it wasn't much either. The wonders but, of um, uh, TV. Huh? I would like to, uh, Dan, I would like to wish you and uh, Susan um, good health and uh, just a, a very happy uh, 2023. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, McAllen Construction and Action Carpet. Um, you know, we would, Dan and I would probably do this for free, but it's nice to get some, a little compensation. And so we appreciate, we appreciate them very much. And, uh, I'd like to wish all of our listeners and viewers, um, 
prosperity and happiness in 2023. And Brad, to you and Sandy and to your family and everybody in our podcast audience, I echo those sentiments. Happy New Year. And we'll talk again next week. Sounds good, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.